Welcome to the Dairobi Health Show, covering the world of fitness, nutrition, and supplementation with world-class guests, the latest clinical research, and plenty of tips you can use right away to boost your health and wellness. Here's your host, Dave Sherwin. Hello and welcome to the Dairobi Health Show. This is Dave Sherwin, and today we've got a subject that is going to be kind of unique compared to other things that we've done. We've done a lot on nutrition. We've done things on various types of exercise. But today we're talking about something that I think some of you are really going to get excited about, and it's a concept called adventure fitness. And today's guest is Aaron Ogden. And Aaron has been a fitness trainer since 1998. He has a Bachelor of Science in Exercise Physiology. He is also ACSM certified, WFR certified, and has loved the outdoors and done adventure activities himself his whole life. And now he enjoys helping other people get into shape by preparing for adventure activities. Aaron, welcome to the show. Great. Thank you, Dave. This is just such a cool thing. I I love the outdoors like like you do. I love to get my family in the outdoors. I love to just, even if it's just getting my dog up on the mountain and, and walking, uh, getting out there in nature, however I can, as often as I can, has been an important part of my life. Obviously, it has for you too. You've been doing this since you were a kid, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, born and raised in a family that was very active, did a lot of backpacking, hiking. My dad really is probably the one I get to attribute to to my lifestyle and what it is today. He uh, introduced me to a variety of activities, especially in a time period, you know, now where we see a lot of people that they kind of specialize in one activity. Uh, the one reason I really love the outdoors is that you have a plethora of activities to choose from. And then, you know, depending where you live, depends on the type of season of activities that you get to participate. But, you know, here where I live, I have, a, you know, a, full year of different variety of activities. And I love it. I just love the outdoors. It's been my inspiration and uh, it's been a large part of my life. And then you went ahead and you got your degree in exercise physiology. Tell us a little bit about that. So I was one of those people that started out as I wanted to be a doctor and I was weeded out in those core classes. I, I think I got C's in my uh, organic chemistry class, and they said, you're going to probably have to take these again if you want to go to a good med school. And I just said, I'm not going to take organic chemistry again. So I started looking at uh, alternative paths. I've already, I already started a lot of medical and health type classes. And so uh, when I got into exercise physiology, it just, it was the perfect match. I got into it. I loved it. I love the human body. Uh, it's, an, it's an amazing organism. And to uh, see what's capable of the body and what we're capable uh, using the body, is, it's just truly amazing. And so that took me down a path where basically I became a, uh, a cardiac therapist for a couple of years, but I really didn't like working in hospitals. And I wanted to work more with people on the preventative side of things. And so I got into personal training, and that led into... Uh, a 20-year career of personal training, and then I also have um, a corporate business that we do corporate health and wellness adventure programs. You know, in a past episode, I had Dallin Rogers, who is the founder of FitCon, on, and yep. when I asked him the question, you know, what do you do uh, personally for exercise and fitness, he surprised me with his answer. He said what he did is he signed up for some really 
big adventure, maybe even in Europe, somewhere far away, something that took months and months to prepare for. And one of his, uh, the adventure he described that he did last year was retracing the Spartan uh, path in Greece. And uh, yeah. it was a really cool story. And and it was kind of a, huh, that's interesting. I, I've never really heard someone answer a question like, what do you do for fitness with such a massive adventure? But this is right up your alley. I mean, this is something you are now doing, you know, and, and helping helping people do very on purpose, right? Exactly. In fact, you know, I've kind of had, so I've been in the industry for 20 years, and I would say within the last couple of years, as I've been promoting adventure fitness as the mode to increase or improve your lifestyle, at least your overall health and lifestyle, I've had a paradigm shift. And I really think that a lot of health and fitness has become industrial or too medical. We focus so much on, you know, the blood pressure and the cholesterol and then the ways to reduce that is to exercise. And it's not fun. And, and honestly, coming to the gym to really, I want to say, fight for your health, it's not fun. In fact, I really find people that work with me in that environment, they only give me about 30 days and then they're done. Mm-hmm. There's just no motivation. Where if exercise, like, you know, a Spartan, I mean, to me, I don't even really, I don't really promote even competitive events. It's more a non-competitive adventure, something that inspires you to go and say, I've never done that before. I don't even think I can do it. It could be a climbing. It could be a canyoneering. It could be even just uh, a simple, you know, I'm going to hike to a certain peak. But whatever it might be, it's something that inspires you to play. And I have found, again, that if we make exercise a playful environment, it's something that we enjoy. It's not dreaded. And even the training part of it, for your adventure is something that you look forward to because you understand the benefit or where it's bringing you. And it's not something that you're just dreading going, Oh my gosh, I have to go to the gym because I have to lose weight or I have to go to the gym to reduce my blood pressure. And that to me is not incentive enough to really create a long sustaining lifestyle. Okay. So let's, let's uh, get down to the basics here. Define adventure fitness like if i was to find a dictionary that had a definition of adventure fitness what would it say what's what's the definition well uh i would like to say it's it's fitness that engages play uh because really adventure is something that has a broad spectrum and it could be anything from outdoor uh where it's you're you're powered by you or it could be powered by a machine, but I think for the most part, adventure is something that within us, it's a playful environment that's outside and it includes um, some type of outdoor element to challenge us physically. All right. And why don't you give us a couple of examples? What are some of the adventure fitness activities you've been on in the last few years that kind of stand out and give us a kind of a, a case study? of uh, yeah. recent activity? So um, just recently, uh, we I had a person, his name is Craig, who he's 62 years old. He is a very successful entrepreneur. Um, I, I, I like to tease him because he's a, he's a Mountain Dew addict. He drinks tons of Mountain Dew and uh, just has never had an incentive to want to give that up. 
But um, I have a huge passion for backcountry skiing, and I told them about a trip I did in Moab where we ski the LaSalle Mountains, and it inspired him that he said, hey, I want to do a backcountry ski. And he had never backcountry skied before, so we're taking a person that uh, he's has a lot of the skiing experience, but only in a resort. But backcountry skiing, for those that may not understand what it is, basically you're, you're touring or you're hiking with your skis on your feet. And there's an adhesive, it's called a skin or a piece of material that you put on the bottom of your ski that prevents you from sliding backwards. And then you hike up the mountain and then you take that adhesive off or that skin off and then you ski down the mountain. And you can access areas that, first of all, that it's very remote. So you're accessing areas that people aren't going to. So if you like that seclusion, if you like that adventure, you like to push your body, um, you have to have that cardio fitness. But then with skiing, you're, you're pushing your legs and you're skiing down extremely long runs where that burn is just screaming at you saying, you know, stop, stop, stop. And you're just saying, no, it's too fun. Keep going, keep going, keep going. So adventure fitness in this case, or, you know, with Craig, is we had to train him, first of all, to get ready for the skill set of how to uh, be prepared in avalanche terrain. We had to teach him how to use the equipment. And then we had to get to the nit and gritty and prepare him for basically what we did as a three-day trip. We had to tour in four miles just to get to where we could start skiing. And once we got to that terrain, you know, then you're starting to make multiple laps or ski laps in a certain area. And so for Craig, we had to really, uh, really start, we had to put him on a pretty strict regiment of how to improve his cardiovascular fitness. But here's what I love about what adventure fitness does is instead of telling people you need to lose weight, you tell them, hey, if you become more efficient or sorry, if you lose 10 to 20 pounds, you will become more efficient in your cardiovascular movement and you're going to feel like you're stronger, you're moving faster. And so instead of telling them to go lose weight because you look better, now you're saying, hey, here's this incentive to, to lose weight and it, it's going to benefit you in your activity. And they, you know, they already really know, or most people already know how to lose weight. In fact, I tell my clients all the time, it's easy to lose weight. The hard part is maintaining the weight loss through a, a sustainable lifestyle. So what, what did he do automatically? He, he reduced to where I, I, he reduced his Mountain Dew quite a bit. He tightened up his diet. And by the time the one, so this was a one-year training program. Uh, within the one year, we had him down about 20 pounds. Um, we had a fitness level to where we could be out for about eight hours of constant movement. And he did a lot of training outside where we, you know, we basically every Friday, he and I would go out, train together on touring equipment and go out for about four or five hours. And then in the gym, we had him doing Stairmasters and incline treadmill and, um, you know, some training programs to help again do or improve his fitness there. But, um, for him, it was an amazing story because this is a guy that's never had this experience before, and all of a sudden now he's into this new activity that he loves. In fact, before the adventure was even over, he was like, okay, we're going to Montana next year. And so we've already planned next year's trip. And that's, that's the effect that I want to see with people. Is I, want to see, I, I, want, I don't want to see that exercise is this dreaded thing. I want to see that it's a part of your lifestyle and that you're living a lifestyle because you find it fun, that you find it to be 
uh, increasing your quality of life. And that's what happened with Craig. That is, it is so cool. I mean, it's such a simple concept. I've honestly never heard of an adventure fitness trainer before you. You're the first one I've ever actually heard of or met or talked to. And yet, as you're describing this, I'm just thinking, wow, this is really well, here's where, a profound concept. Well, here's where it started. It, it started when I, I was working with my clients. So I'm a personal trainer. And I was shocked on how many people didn't utilize their fitness for anything. They, they came to the gym just to work out. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do with your fitness? Why, why, why are you working out day in, day out? And then you go home and you don't utilize that fitness, fit, fitness at all. So what I started doing in, in the early part of my training is I did these, what I call gratitude trips, where I started to, I wanted to tell my bank or I wanted to express my gratitude to my clients for, you know, for using me as a trainer and I would organize these trips and I'd say, all right, we're going to go down to Southern Utah and we're going to do a canyoneering trip. And this is what you have to do to get ready. And so it kind of escalated from that where the people are going, that was so much fun. I never thought it would be so much fun. And so then it just kind of escalated into, well, if people love it so much, why not do it all the time? And so that's kind of how I promote myself is basically, you know, telling people, hey, let's, let's embrace a lifestyle that's sustainable to outdoor adventure. About how long ago was that, that you had that epiphany and started this as more than just the gratitude trips, but you became the adventure fitness trainer? Yeah. Um, I I would have to say, we're going back a ways, actually. I would say I started started doing gratitude trips probably in 2005. And then four years ago, I kind of started, um, it's called Colifit. It really is the abbreviation for Know It, Live It. Um, but we started doing primarily adventure programs through Colifit, um, again, four years ago. So we're about four years strong into it. And we're, we're now reaching out into the corporate part of it where we put together adventure corporate training programs to train people for adventure retreats or adventure uh, or corporate team building adventures. And that's kind of taking off now too. Yeah. What a great idea. And you'd mentioned Spartan races. Is that something you've trained people to do? You bet. In fact, I'm training a group right now. We've got, uh, every, every Wednesday at 5am we do a Spartan training group. And I've got a group right now that's about 10 people that uh, we're preparing for one in July. And, uh, I, none, none of them have done and have participated in a Spartan before. So what I'm finding in this is that uh, we're, you know, g- general fitness is not enough for a Spartan. Uh, Spartan is, as you, I think you've said you participated in one, it, it's hard. And so now we're trying to give these guys the grip strength they need to, uh, you know, to be able to hold their body up on a rope. And so we, and we're building a, a wall to, you know, help people learn how to, you know, jump over a wall without any assistance. So it, it's actually a very fun way to train people because now they have purpose. And, uh, and, I, and it's fun as a trainer to push people at that level of this is really hard work. Yeah, and the other reason I brought it up is because we have – you know, people can listen to the podcast from all over the world, and we have mostly listeners in the United States. And so, 
you know, no matter where a person is listening from, there's going to be a Spartan or adventure style race near them. Of course, if they're in Utah near you, they can come and see you and that would be outstanding and you can help them get in shape for it. But anyone listening, right, can find something close by probably to them where they can sign up for it. And I like the premise. I really do. I I know from my own experience that when you pull out your credit card and you slap down your money to uh, go and do a race of any kind, uh, whether it's just a 5K because uh, you've never run one before or whether it's a Spartan or whether it's a marathon, maybe you know if you're already in uh, fairly good shape or you're going to do it in a year or two, uh, uh, whatever it is, once you've committed, there's a magic that happens to your fitness. It, it, there's something about training versus working out, right? That, yeah. that seems to be what you're capitalizing on. You're, you're putting people into a, a training mode. Well, even, even that, well, that would be for maybe the, the competitive part of it. But really what we're looking at is even in some of the skill sets of like, let's take canyoneering. You know, canyoneering demands a certain level of fitness. And if you do not have that certain level of fitness and you expose yourself to it and not and you're not prepared, then you could be a casualty or you're you're increasing your risk of you know of you know of someone getting hurt. And so to me that's one reason why if you're going to participate in especially outdoor adventure, one incentive could be that hey, by exercising and being fit. I have the ability to reduce my risk of injury or putting myself in a dangerous situation that, you know, somewhat that you can control. Um, and I, I just find that too, when you, when you have put the effort in to train for something and again, training is uh, a loaded word. I mean, that, that, that has a huge meaning to it, but when you put the effort into training for something, then when you participate in your challenge or your event, that that becomes a priceless, uh, what am I trying to say? It, it, it's something that you appreciate more because of the hard work that you put into it. And then that almost becomes addicting because you, you realize, oh my gosh, I put all this time and effort into something and I had a lot of fun. And by the way, the training, it didn't suck. I enjoyed it, even though there was days that maybe I didn't want to do it, but I enjoyed it because I realized the benefit for what was what it was doing to me. I look at, you know, that's what we did as kids. I mean, I played a lot of team sports and never did I ever look at any of the team sports where I'm training and practicing as this is laborsome and boring and this sucks. It's a part of what you're doing and you enjoy it. You love learning those skills. You love pushing the body to the limit. And that's kind of really what we're pursuing is we're saying, hey, this has a huge benefit and, and it's all play if you kind of see that carrot enticing you to you know, put this program together. I love it. I love it. It makes so much sense. Give us another example, another memorable trip. You gave us the example of backcountry skiing. How about a, how about a summer or spring style trip? Give us another example. So, um, I, I have a, a young girl, 17 years old and she, for her graduation trip wants to go to, um, Oh, Iceland. And Iceland is is a huge whitewater kind of river area. And so I talked her into basically learning how to whitewater kayak. So 
So she's 17 years old. Every Saturday morning at 5 a.m., we have been teaching her how to kayak. And then coming up, so this is this is in action. So this, but the story is still fun because here's this young girl that's saying, "I want to learn a whitewater kayak." And we're not talking about crazy, death-defying class four, class five. We're talking, you know, class one, class two type rivers. But for her, it's it's been an amazing story because already, I mean, she's understanding the 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 fitness element, not just the skill element. She trains on her own. We have an online program for her, uh, and, and she's been following that diligently. Uh, and then she's learning the skills to how to roll. I mean, that we're in our last week actually was the first time she learned how to roll. And you, you imagine how excited she was when she finally got up the first time. She just hasn't been able to duplicate it over and over again. Um, coming up in a couple months, we're taking her down and we're going to have her do her first river. So, again, you watch these people, and they're they're doing something they didn't expect. They, 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 that wasn't even on her radar to go and say, I'm going to kayak while I'm in Iceland. You know, she has this itinerary of, I'm going to go and hike, and I want to see these picturesque places, but we've been able to convince her and say, hey, let's, let's do something that you didn't even think that you would have the ability to do, or it wasn't even something you were thinking about doing. And... Uh, it's just fun to watch people embrace those activities that they never thought they would be doing. And you wanted to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to your yeah. story and I'm thinking, this is a dream gig. I mean, you must absolutely oh, yeah. love what you do. I extremely love it. There, uh, I, I really do. I have to be careful because, uh, you know, my wife sees it as, are you really working? You know, I'm working. I'm going to work today. I'm going to go ski hunt. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. But, but, yeah, I really, I love what I do. And I love, and I'm passionate about getting people to embrace it as a, uh, as a lifestyle. You know, I've really had to define what it is I do for people. And it really, as coolly fit as a brief is, most people know what to do. It's just they need a mentor. They need someone that that understands uh, maybe how they think and then inspiring them in with their you know their shortcomings or the things that make it hard for them to achieve what they want. But having someone inspire them and pushing them to stay with their goals and that's that's why I love what I do. You know, I get to see the end of people going. You know what? That was so amazing and I want to do something else and I want to improve my lifestyle and then I want to share it with somebody else you know we our club keeps growing and we see people you know expressing these stories and they invite other people to come along and so we have this endless list of people now you know doing a, a variety of different stories and it's fun I love it yeah it just sounds like an absolute riot it sounds like you're having fun they're having fun uh, Coley Fit, for those of you listening, is K-O-L-I-F-I-T dot com. Coley Fit. Tell us about Coley Fit. Is it just you? Do you have a team? Is there a building? I mean, how, how do you make something like this work? Yeah. So um, so I do have a partner. He is a trainer also. He and I have actually been working together for 20 years. And both of us really have the same philosophy that that fitness is you know, something that you should apply to outdoors. And the reason why you work indoors is to apply it outdoors. So he and I have, you know, dabbled with a bunch of different business ideas 
trying to take, you know, with personal training model, how do you expand beyond just your client influence? And so um, basically with ColiFit, we're kind of branching out into this corporate scene um, because we're seeing nowadays, you know, we have, uh, at least from my observation, that people don't want just stuff. They want experiences. And so when they go out on these business retreats or they go out and they want to do something, they want to do out, they want to go back and tell people, hey, I did X and it was the most amazing thing. Well, we just say, well, let's let X adventure. So basically that's kind of how, you know, Coalition had started is, you know, we came, like I said before, we got our clients doing these gratitude trips and then it just, it got some traction and then we started expanding to other, to the club that we work at. So we both work at a fitness facility, but we've really developed the program that we don't have to have a location. We can do on-site locations. I have, we can go to parks. We have an online uh, programming that people can use our app. Um, so we can reach a wide variety of people um, and, and, and tailor it towards a certain program that people have, you know, programs that are places that they want to go to and they need a program. That's, that's what we specialize. And it can be for the elite or the beginner. It, it doesn't matter. So someone listening to this who isn't local to you can still contact you. And if someone gets a hold of you from another state uh, and says, I want to do a Spartan or I want to do a, you know, a Slot Canyon adventure or whatever, yeah. uh, you can work with them remotely? You bet. So we have an online uh, app. You know, nowadays, I mean, it's really easy to create online programs. Um, my partner, Scott, he does a lot of triathlon coaching. Um, he has quite a following, and so his specialty is triathlons. Um, I have uh, most of my pro- online program for programming is um, adventure racing or adventure or outdoor-type adventures. Um, adventure racing, if you're not familiar with that, is it's, it's a multi-day navigation race that focuses on mountain biking, trail running, and usually kayaking. So, um, and I work with people uh, putting together, or I work with people, uh, put, I work together putting training programs for people like that. But Scott does a lot of triathletes. Well, it just sounds like a really great thing. It sounds like you guys are having fun with it. I yep. I didn't realize before we talked that you actually had an offering for people who were remote. So that's pretty cool, seeing as the vast majority of people listening are probably not close to where you are. And so this has been outstanding. I appreciate you coming on the show. I, I would Thank like you. to have you just maybe wrap this up um, before I ask you to share how people can uh, learn more about you and contact you. Um, Closing remarks, what would you like to say that maybe hasn't been said, especially in the context of our show? We're just trying to help people to level up, however that might be. So someone who they want to level up, they want to improve, they want to, they're not motivated to go to the gym. What do you say to them? I mean, what's your, uh, you know, closing remarks on everything we've talked about, I guess. You bet. You know, first I'd say is what what is your passion? Why? Why be fit? Why exercise? Why, why do we choose this, uh, this way of living to try to, to improve our lifestyle? And, and if you haven't answered that question, then I think it's going to be pretty hard to find a lifestyle that 
at least an active lifestyle um, until you can answer that question. I, I just, again, I see so many people that they bounce between um, all the industrial industrial programs and fads and food and, and supplements and all this information that comes for people really competing for money when really it comes down to that it, it's simple. If, if you love something that's active, let that be the carrot. Let that be the passion that guides you towards the next activity, towards the next challenge, towards the next event. I mean, I, I didn't start uh, adventure racing. Well, the longest adventure race I've done is 10 days. But I didn't start with 10 days. I started with a 12-hour race. And then it went to 24. Then it went to 36. And then three days. And when you choose a passion to guide you, when you allow that passion to dictate you, Life is fun. It becomes something that you want to learn. There's skills to it, and there's education to it, and it's not it's not something that you're dreading anymore. It's something that it's, I mean, I really, when I get passionate about something I want to do, I'm a little compulsive, you know, and I'm all in, and I really want to learn everything there is to do. And to me, that's that has to be the driving force. If it's not, then to me, you got you got 30 days of focus and then you're going to move on to something else. Yeah, I love it. And for those of you listening, uh, you know, we talked about that Spartan race. Let me just tell you a, a brief experience. Um, I did a Spartan beast. That's 13 miles of, of uh, running with multiple obstacles uh, along the way. And at the time I had a coach. Uh, I never heard of Aaron Ogden. I didn't know about adventure fitness. Uh, but what happened was it became very easy for me because my CrossFit gym started a Spartan prep class on Wednesday evenings. And what happened was they created a wall so we could practice jumping over walls. They had ropes, like Aaron was describing, building your grip strength so that you can climb a rope. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we were running a lot. And, and because I was with a group in a class preparing for something big, I really worked hard and I really prepared as well as I could uh, for something where, you know, they don't announce what the obstacles are going to be before you get there. And so you got to be prepared for anything that can happen right. within that 13 miles, right? So here's what was amazing about it is uh, I had had a good coach. We, we'd all talked about what we had to do to prepare, what we're going to wear, what kind of shoes we're going to have. I mean, we really thought this thing through. And the very first thing they did the very first mile was right up the mountain. And I'm not talking about the nice windy switchback trail. I'm talking about straight up the mountain. Yeah. So we start going up this mountain, and I kid you not, within the first half mile, and of course a lot of people had started before us, there were so many people who looked done. Like they got halfway yeah. up this mountain. They are completely out of shape. They are wearing the wrong stuff. They are compl- just ill-prepared. And it was a little bit sad. On the flip side, for me, it was awesome. I absolutely loved it. I was well-prepared. I'd had professional coaching. I was happy with my time. I was happy with the whole experience. It just was really, really cool. So as I listen to you, Aaron, this is what I see. I see the difference between you know, the person who's like bent over double wanting to throw up within a mile or someone who finishes a race and is just thrilled and happy with their time and happy with their effort and had a really great experience. It sounds to me like that is what you guys are doing. Yeah. And that's it. And, and have you done another Spartan or another challenge race since then? 
I I have done a broad variety of things. I haven't done another Spartan. I've done uh, like I've done the Lake to Lake, uh, which is a fifty yeah. mile race with a team. I've done um, a lot of triathlons. I've done um, Dirty Dash. So yeah, yeah. I, I've done you know that type but of thing. It's just a riot. Is that you you embrace something and you learn for and you learn a skill. And now you continue to apply those things. And, and now you've created a lifestyle, and it's something that you enjoy. Well, excellent. And for those people listening that are thinking, man, this sounds cool. I'd love to have fun instead of going through the grind of forcing myself to the gym and try something new. Aaron, how do people get a hold of you? Um, really, the best way is you just go to our website, um, coleyfit.com. Um, it's a uh, to really to engage or to participate in the website. It's for members, but to contact us, uh, you can contact us there. You can read our blog there. You can uh, uh, stay in touch through our newsletter. We do a lot of posting on Instagram and Facebook of all the current activities that we're doing and, um, and you can just see you know, what, what crazy activities and fun we're having. But really, KoiFit.com is the best way to get a hold of us or info at KoiFit.com is our uh, general email. Excellent. K-O-L-I-Fit.com. This is Aaron Ogden on Adventure Fitness. This has been awesome. Aaron, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. Thank you so much, Dave. Appreciate it. Okay. This is Dave Sherwin with the Dairobi Health Show, wishing you all health and success. Thanks for listening to the Dairobi Health Show. Make sure and check dairobi.com for a free copy of Dave's excellent health book, Formula 7, and enter to win in our free Bottle Friday contest. If you're enjoying the show, leave your review on iTunes. See you next time.